Hello and welcome to the Ease with Business podcast. I'm your host, Will Carlos, intuitive business coach and belief clearing expert. I use a unique energy clearing process to help you release and clear out any unsupportive beliefs so you can focus entirely on growing and scaling your business. And most importantly, cultivating a deeper relationship with God and spirit. This podcast exists to help you have more ease and joy while you grow and scale your six-figure business. This podcast is ideal for spiritually-minded women in business who have a hard time asking for what they want, especially more money, because of the negative influence of outdated family beliefs or religious beliefs and values. This will be ideal for you if you desire a deeper and more personal relationship with God, not a patriarchal one, that you get to express through your business, not separate from it. We will get very woo-woo on this podcast, and as all my private clients will tell you, I don't allow the woo-woo to sacrifice how specific and actionable we get. Available for you in this podcast is the expertise, tools, and processes that I've developed after working with hundreds of small and medium-sized businesses to drop the fear of being seen, to grow and scale your business, to sign new ideal clients, and to drop the resistance behind marketing and sales by learning how to ask for what you want and to feel great about it. As a result, you will have more ease, freedom, and fun in your daily life as you grow to the next level of business. Every week, I will offer specific belief-clearing tools inspiring client stories that will shift your energy just by listening, and powerful guest speakers to help you develop specific business skills or energy work processes. This show is my invitation to you to let go of the business you think you should have and embrace the business you actually want. Self-authority, joy, playfulness, self-trust, and a deeper relationship with spirit await you with each episode on the Ease with Business podcast. Have fun! Well, this episode is going to be a special one. I'm speaking with one of my favorite people and clients. Her name is Dawn, and we're having a conversation, a frank, open discussion about not only the work that she and I have done together over the past mm, eight months or so, but the progress that she's made and where she's still struggling. This is not a we've got it all together kind of episode, but it is an enlightening one. And if you have any of the same issues or struggles or challenges that Dawn has been or, or does express very clearly in this episode, then I know it was, it's going to give you a lot of insight, a lot of openings, a lot of uh, heart connection as well, just to hear where Dawn's coming from, and also to get some ideas of where you can go next. What, what beliefs can you clear? What shifts can you make? And where can you grow next in your spirituality and in your business as well? So tune in. It's an amazing, I'm just very excited to share it. I can't, I was going to try and summarize it here before we jump in with Dawn, but it's impossible. Just have a listen. It's a great episode and I'll see you on the other side. So welcome everyone to the Ease with Business podcast. Today is a very special day. I have one of my favorite, uh, not only clients, but people on the show with me today. And you're going to understand why uh, very quickly. So Dawn, I'm going to let her introduce herself and her business and what she does because she can express it much better than I ever could. Uh, But I want to start us off by saying that this episode is very special because it really showcases vulnerability and faith, which are two things that I think are missing big time in today's uh, business scene, especially for women in business. 
uh, I mean, for everyone in business, but I, I have a particular love and affinity for all the women in business who might feel afraid to ask for what they want, uh, might be afraid to be big, to be seen because of that uh, potential background or past in inside of certain Christian values misapplied. And as I say, every time I think Christian values are all beautiful, but when they're misapplied by individuals, uh, they can do a lot of damage. So we're going to be getting into a lot of that, that juiciness. Uh, I, so I'm going to let Don, I'll let you, before I go any further, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit. What is your business? Uh, just a tidbit about uh, what makes you, you, and then we will dive into more of the, the structure of the episode. So Don, take it away. Okay. Um, so Don Drew, and I actually have a home staging and livable design business. And so it was started 14 years ago, and I started out as a solopreneur and quickly outgrew what I could do on my own. And my vision was bigger. What I wanted was bigger. I thought when I got into it, I just want to make a couple thousand dollars a month, whoever needs to make more. But my vision was bigger than I was willing to admit at that time. And so um, here it is 14 years later, and really the last 12 months to 18 months, I'd say, we have really been transitioning from uh, the wow factor being Don Drew and people hiring Don Drew to hiring the wow factor and having people. So it's been an interesting transition and the timing of beginning work with you, Will, has been just this perfect, I would say, divine timing as I make this shift because it's all been about growing and definitely outgrowing those britches. Yes, we will We will be talking about getting too big for your britches, uh, definitely in this episode. That's been kind of, Dawn was the first client that said that language to me. And ever since then, yeah, it's, it's popped up with countless uh, women uh, that I've worked with or that I've just come across on Facebook or social media. So that's, that's a big part of the story. And we were, Dawn and I in the green room just before the episode, we're talking about uh, her being the poster child for for this work, and in a lot of ways, Don, you are. And I I wanted to save all this for the episode itself because sometimes we all the best stuff gets said in the green room, and then you're like, no, I want to go back in time and <laughs> and try to remember what I said. So I thought we would I would just say it all now. So yes, Don, you are very much uh, the poster child for this work for a lot of reasons. There and there's there's some that I'll probably even forget, but one of the main reasons is because you are clear on who you are. You're clear on where you want to go and what you want to create. And you're also very clear on what's in the way. And I think that that is really overlooked that in our culture, especially for any of us that know about law of attraction, uh, it is more, I would say it's, you know, more important to focus on where you're going, what you want, but it's also really important to notice if the parking brakes on when you're trying to drive down the highway. Because if you are only focused on what you want and where you want to go and you ignore the parking brake, that's just silly. It only takes a second to take it off. And that's what we've done in our work together. We see where you're putting the parking brake on and we take it off quickly and easily. So in that way, you are the poster child of this work, my, an, an ideal client. Another way that you're an ideal client uh, for me and why I asked you to be on this episode is because of that theme of vulnerability and faith, because you live your life vulnerably. And I mean that in the most powerful and, um, and beautiful of ways, uh, and also of faith as well, that you are still in your faith very clearly in your life. Although it looks, and we may get into this later, it looks totally different ha than what it used to look like in your life, but you still very much are in that, that uh, walk of faith. So for that reason as well. And then the third reason that I'm going to bring up is because 
when you first heard that episode, uh, the podcast that I was on, I think it was the Chris Burns show, and that was two years ago. Um, you know, we set up a free session for you, but it was kind of just as a formality. You had already decided because you'd heard the podcast episode, you had basically already decided I'm going to work with this guy. And then we had the free session as a formality, uh, which, and it was a great free session. I'm really glad we had it, but you were already signed up. So for that reason as well, um, I just, I would love more of us in the world of business to follow our gut and follow our intuition and work with those people that we truly are aligned with, um, without hesitation, you know, keeping our brains about us, keeping our wits about us, but not hemming and hawing for a million years when you know it's a fit. So uh, for everyone listening, yes, that is possible for you and your business. And that's a big part of why I brought Dawn on because uh, I want to share that, you know, wherever you are in your, in your faith journey, in your business journey, and wherever you're at, we can get into learned helplessness. And we can get into believing that I'm not, I'm never going to figure this out. And I know from personal experience that that is the most destructive place to be. And Don can speak to that a little bit as well. And so this episode and any other time that I interview guests um, who are previous clients and bring them onto the show, it's to showcase they came in with this problem. They identified it themselves. They applied this specific process. And we're even going to get into some of the specific beliefs that came up for Don. They cleared them. And then this new result, a new reality showed up. Now, I don't care if it's my work or someone else's work, Tony Robbins, whoever, but drilling that into your head so that in those horrible moments of total doubt and desperation, where you're, you're, you've forgotten the path and you don't even know where you are anymore, if all you can hold on to is there is a way out of this, I don't know what it is yet, but there is, then half the battle's done. So yes, Don, for all those reasons and more, you are a poster child. So I'd love to get into what was... What, you know, going back to that, with the moment when you decided to hire me, do you, I never asked you this question, so I'm putting you on the spot 100%. Do you remember the moment that you decided like, oh yeah, that guy, I'm going to work with that guy? Absolutely. Um, I went back, it was interesting because one of the things I wanted to, I, it's my habit to journal. And um, sometimes I write so well and don't realize I know so <laughs> And so it's good to go back and be like, oh, I had this uh, realization. It was August 3rd that um, I had this belief come up of uh, this, this tension of wanting to make more money and to grow. And so this fear or what I thought was being said was that I was afraid of making more money because I wouldn't know what to do with it. Now, some of that's mm. probably back to learned helplessness. And unfortunately that got really tangled with my faith growing up. And so I just happened, I was outside in my yard um, and this, my phone lit up to say, oh, you know, Chris Burns, who I wanted to support, his podcast was on and I jumped on right then and you were on because he does like 12 hour podcasts or something, but it was your timing, your name at that exact moment. And you were being interviewed by Chris and you were saying how you've gotten really good because one of your gifts is that you have this BS barometer, right? You say something and then mm -hmm. you go, ah, that's not true. And you were trying to explain that and you're like, I don't know if this makes sense to anybody. And I, and there are other people making comments, but I wrote like, yes, I get it. I have this thought. I want to make more money. 
but um, immediately what comes up is I'm afraid I won't know what to do with it. And the podcast, like you stopped at that moment and read my comments. No one else, no, no one else's comments were being read at that moment. <laughs> Mine got read, yay, I won the lottery. And you said, hmm, yeah, that's not it. Um, who are you gonna make angry if you make more money? It's someone in your family. And I went, well, I'll say the nice word, shazam. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. And so when you mentioned that you had this free 30 minute, I thought, oh, I'm totally, this guy's for real. And so first thing I did was going to hunt you down and get that free 30 minute, but I had already decided, again, my faith, spirituality, I believe in woo-woo stuff. Um, it just so honed in because when you said it at that moment, I knew it was true. And the other stuff that came up was just a disguise. Mm. So yeah, I yes. remember having our first session and <laughs> being a little um, impatient over, yeah, yeah, get to it. How do I sign up? <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Where do I sign up? How much? Okay, it's, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And so for everyone listening, uh, I, I promised myself in this episode that I wouldn't clear too many beliefs, but there's one that's oh, no. coming up that I can't ignore. So, oh no. <laughs> so for everyone listening, uh, the belief that business or your next ideal client can't be that easy. <sighs> that's gotta be a lot of work. Would you be willing to destroy that at the point of creation? Okay. So I was looking back on my notes with, uh, with Dawn from our, some of our first sessions and there was, there were so many good uh, things that, that came up that we could talk about in this episode. Um, but I want to make a, a, a quick point before we jump into that about what uh, Dawn, what you just said about, you know, having faith and spirituality and woo woo. And I use the word woo woo now because other people know what I'm talking about, but for anyone who's listening to this podcast, or, the, or especially this episode, who is, you know, um, you're a strong member of the church, or maybe you're not a member of the church, but you're in a very close walk with uh, Jesus or a Christ follower, or maybe you're not at all, maybe you're part of a new thought church, there, could be, there are lots of different people who are going to be listening to this episode. But wherever you are, I just want to share one little quick um, story about that, because it can be as simple as asking and receiving. So the other, uh, about a week ago, I was taking my morning walk in the woods on the path that I'm, I'm building on my property. And I had a moment with Jesus. I have a, uh, I'm not technically Christian, but I have a very strong relationship with Jesus. And I just said, God, I'm, I'm a bit lost right now. I, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not, I'm not broken or crying or anything, but I don't know what to do next. I'm really lost. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. Business is good. Everything's good, but I could really use, like, what's, what's next? What is next? And that still small voice came and said, ask for help. And then it took an idea that I'd had the day before and upgraded it times 10. And that is an idea that's now beginning to be realized in the world. And each morning since I've been taking a walk and asking what's next. And I keep getting like the very next thing. And it has been so vulnerable to walk in that faith of literally just that next little step and not jumping ahead to my normal human place of mapping out a whole big plan, but just figuring out the next step. And 
that's another great container for our conversation, Don, is the next step. Because one thing I, I made very clear with you when we set this up was, this is not about Dawn has it all figured out now because she's worked with Will for a while. Because that's my biggest pet peeve when people <laughs> with podcasts or shows or anything. Like there's some clear breakthroughs that Dawn has had. She's created some very clear, specific, tangible results that are worth the money that she's paid. But she's not fixed one because she was never broken in the first place, but two because it's an ongoing journey that is ever continuing. So I want us to get that out of our heads that like, yeah. I'm not perfect. Don's not, none of us are perfect. We all get to be vulnerable and walk in faith. So yeah. Before we jump any further, Don, did you have any, anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that because I think I used to carry so much um, this idea that we would arrive and then we could have a platform. Then we could be <laughs> but it really is taking the bit that you have and passing it on saying here, if this, is, if this is what you need, let me share my insight in my voice. There are many people who are saying so many great things out there. There's so much awakening, I think, going on in the world. And so um, that whole message of being too big for your britches comes back to you, like, why me? What can I? But it really is just the ability to be vulnerable and um, connecting genuinely to other people who wish to connect genuinely. And then magic happens. Good things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, let's get into some of those juicy, gritty details. <laughs> we'll see what you remember. We'll see what I remember. I've got my notes as well. Mm -hmm. So rubber meets the road. What were, and you've already mentioned the one of don't be too big for your britches, but you know, what, what were the big beliefs that we cleared or the big shifts that you had? I'm going to read off a quick little thing here to begin to jog your memory a little bit, but I want to, I want to preface it first by saying from what you remember, what were the big shifts? And then what I want to read very quickly is, um, you know, what, what spiritual clarity, what my business is all about. And this is going to make it tangible because a lot of what we've talked about so far is, is a little bit all over the place. Uh, but this begins to make it tangible to your marketing, your sales, et cetera, in your business. Not that everything has to become tangible that quickly, but it, I definitely like it when it does. So at Spiritual Clarity, we know that many business owners know that promotion and marketing is the key to scaling their business, but they resist it because it feels uncomfortable and sometimes downright gross. And spiritual clarity, or on this podcast, actually, I give you the tools to clear any belief that might be disrupting your confidence, ease, and joy with marketing and sales. After doing this work, either the podcast or me privately, you'll feel safe and get to do more of what you love in your business, not what you should. And a big theme that I see coming up with all the women that I've worked with, uh, small business owners that I've worked with, is healing the divide with God and the wrong use of certain Christian values. And again, Christian values at their core are beautiful and amazing. And sometimes they've been misapplied by individuals. And what that starts to sound like, and these are going to come up in what Don shares, uh, don't shine too bright or get too big. Don't be too big for your britches. Do stay small and stay safe. Don't get too big for your britches. And do keep that voice that says, who do you think you are? Because it keeps you safe. Sacrifice is necessary. It's better to give than to receive. In other words, don't you dare receive. Yes. And last but not least, and the crux of it all, it's not okay to ask for what you want, especially money. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're a woman. 
Mm-hmm. So Don, what were some of the specific click moments or beliefs that you remember that we shifted? Wow, yeah, there's so many places I can go, so many directions. There's a lot for me. Uh, there's a lot of connection between um, the authority of the church and particularly patriarchy. The, um, the dad that I grew up with was a strong authoritarian parent. And I was reflecting on this mm. earlier. Um, you've come a long way, baby. Um, my dad was of the generation, you obey me until you go to your husband's house and then you get married and then you're his problem and you go, problem, notice that. And then you obey. Ugh. And then uh, within the church, as a woman, I've been told taught that my beauty comes from a gentle and quiet spirit. What does that mean? <laughs> so you kind of get the, um, and you know, these are things we don't mean to, but they pick up momentum along the way. You know, children should be seen and not heard. Okay, uh, growing up with strong gender roles, I particularly grew up in a church where women wore head coverings. We weren't allowed to speak, even to ask questions. So, um, those messages were layered on and I believed my salvation or my beauty or my only worth was being able to fit into a specific role as a woman. And so what that's done when you have passion for something, when you have gifting for something, when you have something that feels like it can't be contained, then what happens is shame comes in. And that what's wrong with you that this isn't enough for you. And so you have this huge rift and divide that happens. And so, um, so much of this work is being able to release those beliefs. So some of them come from my experience in my, um, I'm not saying someone did it to me. It's just what I picked up along the way. Um, But also that layered so much because of what I had in my childhood. So there was um, one key one thing I can remember sitting in my Airbnb section of my house and a clearing about, um, is it okay for you to be bigger than your father? See, for many women, God and our father are Mm. associated. And so uh, the belief that I needed to protect my father by keeping myself small um, that was, that was a biggie for me. And I defended that or got twisted in my faith. And so, um, that need to serve, keep myself small because that is my role as a woman. There's, there's just, uh, even still, I think there's not a lot of comfort yet in my, my particular faith culture with women in leadership. We don't know Mm -hmm. what to do with women in leadership. So there's been a lot of clearing around that. And those two, we talked about this a fair amount, that there were some tangles, right? So you pull a thread and you're going, oh, that was attached to a few other things here. And as you pull a thread, suddenly there's kind of a knotting of things and you see the next step. So, but that one stands out. Um, God and my dad came up an awful lot in sessions. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, there's so much to unpack there that I won't be able to unpack at all. Um, first off, <clears throat> makes me want to vomit a little bit. Um, 
when the first things that you shared um, <clears throat> makes me want to throw up a little bit. And this is part of why um, I am so passionate about this work. And it has been the scariest effing thing of my career to, to choose this direction, to work specifically with women who have a fear of being seen, who uh, are afraid to ask what they want because of uh, the negative influence of certain Christian value. It's like, it's been a, a heck of a journey and I'm, I'm very grateful to be on it, but um, it's partly because it, it angers me. So uh, it breaks my heart that, that women like you have been um, suppressed, oppressed for such a long time. And it has pissed me off that so many women have used that language as a way to escape their own, uh, as a way to, to mask their own victimization of themselves and not shift out of it. And I wasn't able to say that without judgment until this year. So I didn't want to do this work because I didn't want to be a judgmental patriarchal jerk, frankly. Um, but now it's, things have shifted a little bit where I can be open and vulnerable, vulnerable about how much it breaks my heart and how much it pisses me off and that there is a solution. There is a way to heal the divide with God. Um, and to not make it in, and, and to not have to be subservient as a woman to do it, and also to not become a ball buster and become overly aggressive to assert yourself in a male dominated world, just to step out of that entire paradigm and just deepen our walk with God. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to, had to say some of that before we dig into the specifics. Um, and as I look back on our notes, I noticed the same thing. There was so much um, family stuff that it, and so for everyone, when listening like it's it can it's so often about family and that's why in the language on my website i use the two interchangeably a bit there's the church and everything that we might have learned there and our family baggage and sometimes they're one of the same or maybe it's just one or the other but because we live in a western society that is dominated by the the paradigms of christianity and i don't mean that in a negative way but because we are family and church can kind of become synonymous i was not from a christian family directly my grandparents were but even still um Christian motifs and language and, and values were just all over the place and influenced our entire life. So one of the things I noticed, Don, that I shared with you just before we hit record was basically all the problems and challenges and shit that you've created um, have been so that you could stay small and safe. Absolutely. And I wanted to hear, yeah, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that a little bit of, of do you still see yourself doing that or where do you see yourself doing that? Uh, how does it show up or how has it changed or is it still showing up the same way? Yeah, um, that, that whole snarl that I was describing, what I notice is um, <laughs> as we clear things, there's an ability to have new thoughts, new awareness to open up. Mm. So um, I, as a way to keep myself small, you know, seeing it that this was um, a construct that I was doing, all the ways that I was making it an external thing, right? I can't grow because of all these people aren't making it easy for me and seeing where um, I was really doing it to myself. I was making things harder. I was holding to the belief of it being harder. That's, that continues to unlock, unfold, and I when you let go of a belief or a need for a belief, what happens is new thought patterns can come. So I recognize that when an old thought comes in, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 that's, I don't need that thought anymore. And I can see things differently. So one of the things that I've been thinking about um, is 
huh? And I'm trying to get how much of this is family, how much of it was the church, you know, when you are uh, hold to beliefs that you must get your guidance from something outside of yourself, the church, your father, whatever, um, you shut down your own intuition and you shut down your own knowing. So mm-hmm. you described it as a still small voice, right? When you ask the next, so it's, it's the story of the Wizard of Oz. You know, you have the, the ruby slippers, you just click them, you know, you had it with you all along. And so um, there are things that I'm discovering that I'm, I'm excited about. They came in a way that was not always in fun packages, right? Um, I've realized in how many ways in keeping myself small, I used that intuition voice and I immediately shamed it because it didn't come out in the nice girl package. So I recently mm. had a run in with someone who was just not a good individual to have close and in my house particularly. And um, these thoughts, I'm not, I'm not feeling good about this person. And I'm going, shame on you, that's just not nice. That's not loving. Because see, we have this image of how we should be and what it means to be Christ-like, what it means to be walking in love. And so uh, the tangle of being angry or having a negative emotion, I'm going to say is unchristian. It's uncharitable. Mm. And so what I was doing after it just, we had this little mini explosion of not good things. And it was like, ah, then I was going, you should have known, you should have known. I was like, you did. You did. You were shaming the very thing that you have asked for, your intuitive knowing, you knew, but you shamed it. Mm. And so it's, it's just been so interesting to go, oh, I can, <clears throat> I can listen to that. That's not bad. That's not, I, I, I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm sure a lot of women would get this. Yeah. We have to be nice. And so now it's yes. like, oh, in order yeah, to- Yeah, you've got to be nice and small. And to be authentic, you know, we still have, or I do, I can't say what other people have. I have held um, beliefs of it's okay for a man to express this. It's not okay for a woman to express this. So I've had a lot of rules around what I'm allowed to say and not Mm -hmm. say. How direct I'm allowed to be. And I've had like (laughs) a, a discomfort with myself because I want to be authentic and yet I can't say it because I'm not allowed to say it. But who says so? <laughs> but it's some belief that I've held that the rules are different for me. And because mm. I don't fit into that paradigm or I don't fit into that mold is created a lot of hardship. And the only way to keep myself from experiencing that hardship, so I can't lay this on anybody else, is to keep myself small. Because if I keep myself small, I avoid the possibility of having negative emotions, speaking really directly to someone in a way that uh, being in a position of authority, having my own opinion, um, requiring someone of you because I'm a boss. And so Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be a boss, I must be able to tell you when that was not good work. Let's, this is how I want it and correct things. And so, um, yeah, I feel like, um, light bulbs are going off all the time and, um, look out world, you know, <laughs> I like that. Um, and it, 
there's so, I mean, again, there's so much in what you said that is, that is amazing and beautiful, but there's one thought that came a little early on. I'm surprised that it has popped back up in my head because usually I'm just flowing so much of the moment, but it struck me that sometimes our obsession or our desire to walk in Christ's footsteps, even if we're not Christian, even if we just admire what, what Jesus did as a, as a person, if we believe that or whatever we believe, but our, or just call it our, our desire to be more spiritual is the very thing that stops us from being more spiritual because we get obsessed with how would Jesus do it or this isn't okay and it's not okay to have negative thoughts. Whereas, you, it, where, whereas if you just have the negative thought and, and recognize the belief, you could clear the belief quickly with the kinds of techniques that I talk about on the show all the time or, or a different one or just release it, forgive the thought as they talk about in A Course in Miracles. And you could shift it and become that much more like God. Yeah. But instead, we have been taught or we have been, we have misapplied teachings that might've been great in, in, their, in their core, but we've misapplied them. And we shame that, that voice, that intuition, because it's not, it's not gonna be nice. But the example that I always come up with is, well, I mean, didn't Christ flip a bunch of tables in, in the synagogue? Like it's, it's part of the journey that, that there are those moments of correction, those moments of self-righteousness, not in the negative connotation that we have in today's vernacular, but like no actual, like the, the righteousness um, that's going down a slightly different path in, in the conversation. But um, it, it's all about those expectations that have been put on women about what does it look like for a woman to be spiritual? What does it look like for a woman to be good? And it has gotten, as you've said, so wrapped up in being nice, being demure, being, um, being small. And it's just not true. I mean, I don't know how many more ways we can say it, but it's just, it's not true. And yet it comes up for women constantly. And the flip side of that for men, speaking as a man, as I'm, I'm reading another Brene Brown book that I'm loving. And she talks about how shame shows up for women and how shame shows up for men. Yeah. And, you know, part of how it shows up for women is that you need to be small and, and you need to be physically small and, and petite and these things. And for men, you've got to be competent and always know what to do and always be strong. And so the biggest shame for one of the biggest shame areas for women is to be told you're big or too big or fat. And for men, it's, it's that you're weak. Um, and so we're just constantly uh, battling that until we clear the beliefs, step out of those paradigms and see life show up in a different way. So um, Don, I forgot to bring up, I should have brought it up, my favorite testimonial ever that I've ever received from anyone. And it was from you. Oh, wow. uh, and maybe you, you might remember some of it too. But yeah, and I, I just thought we should, we should hint at some of like, you know, what's on the other side? Because it's always fun with when it comes to interviews and stories. There's the before, which we've talked about. There's the, there's the middle, the messy middle that we've been talking about as well, which we can get back into that because it's, it's always, I love the messy middle. And then there's the completion where the hero or heroine has come full circle. They've overcome the obstacles or the barriers and they've learned the lessons and they come back home as a, as a new expanded version of themselves. And if you look at every popular movie, every myth from, from all the eons gone by, we see that same cycle happen. So you sent me this uh, testimonial one time that said something like, wow, I just had a new client sign up for my Airbnb listing and a new client who wants to learn about Airbnb marketing from me. And that client that wasn't going to sign up did sign up at the last minute so we could make payroll. Wow. 
and, and, and. There was like three more ands of different clients that had signed up and different results that had shown up. And the last sentence was something like, you mean life could be this easy all the time? Wow, what have I been doing all these years? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so could you speak to um, maybe that or some other of the, the results that you've seen that have shown up? And, you know, sometimes we can see them in really specific details of like, hey, I had a session with Will and then this, and I'm not like, it's, this is not fishing for that. I we just want to get a, a sense of, you know, where are you now in this journey? Because there's always going to be more. There's always the next. We're not done. And what, what wonderful, delightful results have you seen so far? Well, interesting. You may, you know this probably already because we've talked about this, but my theme for this year has been joy and ease, which I would have felt guilty. Believe it or not, I would have felt guilty making that my theme for this year. Last year was about mm. letting go of people pleasing. I, 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 I just, what, the thing that I didn't want to bring into 2019 was no more people pleasing. Um, and this year is about joy and ease. And the suspicion and following this, that, um, that it's supposed to be a joyful journey. It's supposed to, you know, that feeling of like, you're in the zone, that there should be a way more <laughs> of that than I've had before. And so with that, with um, what I am noticing, and so I was taking notes and going, okay, what, what is it that I've seen? Because we've been working now together, I don't know, eight months, maybe? And so, and it feels like such a long time since we first started together um, because so much has, has been done and so much has changed. And so where I'm seeing it's easier for me, releasing people that are not a fit, holy mackerel. My life has changed so <laughs> much, personal and business. Before, again, this would be my message in um, being a good Christian woman, is um, everybody was my ministry. Everybody, I had to take on their burdens and I had to stick with something that mm. they weren't a fit. And Carrie, I wanted it more than they did. And so there's been a whole lot of releasing people that are just not a match. So when people come and, and it's fun now because I have people that work for me and when they go through this, I'm able to say, oh, don't worry. It's not our ideal client. We just release them. This is, not, this is a one and done job. It's okay. Let's just do our values, which are excellence and completing this job and doing it with integrity and making it a positive experience. And then we release them. It's okay if they never use this again or we don't do another job for them. And that is done without guilt. It is done far more joyfully instead of, anybody's a business owner or uh, especially maybe us as women and this brings one of the other shifts Ugh, we talk about this in business accelerator group um do people have to to like you in order to do business with you like i mean obviously i want people to like me but is it about getting them to like me otherwise they won't do business right so now it's this is, um, it's a lot less entangling when you be not a match. This is where my passion is. This is where my heart is. This is, and then, oh, it's okay. You will find the person for you. You are not right. You are not wrong. You are not anything, just not a match. And I'm not going home at the end of the day with a little monkey mind 
uh, tying myself up in knots because they didn't like me enough to use me. <laughs> right? So, wow. huge thing. Okay, I gotta... Go ahead. I gotta jump in there before you continue. Mm-hmm. That is... No one else can see but you, but I'm just grinning from ear to ear because <laughs> when it comes back to uh, when it comes back to what I shared uh, close to the beginning about you know healing the divide with God and the wrong use of certain Christian values, you know don't shine too bright or get too big, do stay small, sacrifice is necessary, it's better to give than to receive, and therefore receiving is bad. But the crux of it all is that it's not okay to ask for what you want, especially money, and especially if you're a woman. And so, Don, what you've just shared is just, it's so perfect because part of asking for what you want, it's not just law of attraction style, you know, asking for the new car to show up. It's, it's also when the thing that you don't want shows up and you've got all your beliefs that you, you're supposed to work with that person or you're supposed to do these things or it's unchristian not to do, like all those things that are not true. And you hold on to those people or those experiences or even those things. You can walk around your house and the things that, you do, that don't bring you joy. There's, you know, Marie Kondo, I think her name is, the, you know, letting go of what doesn't bring you joy. Um, it's all the same stuff. And it's all the same issue or, or topic that when you hold on to the stuff that you think you need to hold on to um, out of scarcity, a belief in sacrifice, that you've got to sacrifice yourself, your happiness, your time, it means that you can't actually receive what you truly want to receive, which in this case would be your ideal clients, people that you really love working with. So I just, I, I really wanted to really highlight that for everyone listening because that is, it's such a huge part of it because it's almost, it's as if it's a little bit like, I, I saw this example given once at a personal development seminar. It's a bit like um, you, you walk into a room with your arms full of books and pens and you've got a hula hoop around your, your neck and you've got big boots on and big winter jacket. Like you're just full of stuff. And, and then you're walking around saying, anyone, anyone want a hug? I'd love a hug right now. Mm-hmm. No one can hug you. You're just full of stuff. And especially if it's stuff that you don't want, that smells bad, that, you know, which is the example of, of clients that are not ideal. They usually smell bad. Uh, so just get rid of them. <laughs> Move on to the ones who you like. And doesn't that, have to like be a judgment. Sometimes literally. There doesn't have to be a judgment against them. Right. So that's been one yeah. other wonderful thing. And working with you, you've talked a lot about setting boundaries. And I know there's a lot of worry when we're talking about, but so often it, it's about judgments versus knowing what you want, knowing who you're called to, who's your ideal client. And then it, you release. It's, it's not a judgment if they don't want to work with me. Um, there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just releasing judgments, being clear. And so Brene Brown is great about that. Clear is kind, unclear is unkind. Mm. It's unkind to myself, but it's also unkind to, unkind to those people who work with me or to my family or whoever I'm interacting with. Mm-hmm. Nice, I love it. Any, any other, not that there have to be, I mean, even just that, that um, one way that business this looks different now, but are there any others that come to mind of the shifts that you've made? I mean, obviously new clients that you signed or things like that, but, but sometimes those are not even the most valuable shifts because frankly, you know, what would you rather have? Would you rather sign 10 new clients or would you rather have the shift that you just described where you don't ever have to take crap <laughs> from people? <laughs> you could just release them. Which one is more valuable? Yeah, uh, I'll take exactly. both, but uh, 
but any other shifts that you can describe yeah, I, and this has been huge and so i think i feel like i need to apologize with all for all to all the people who came before uh this uh newer released version of me um but before you can imagine if you have issues about um being in charge being a boss being clear uh taking any kind of leadership role being clear being allowed to say things um i think before as i was trying to grow my business and develop my business people coming in working with me on the job working for me i think i led by um democracy more i want everybody to have a good experience i want everybody to feel loved and supported and mayhem would assume uh, uh would uh, ensue and so um i I remember a particular client who was so great to me and um, she was watching, we were a little bit like Keystone Cops. Not a good, not a pretty, you know, I don't look good in this story, but I wanted everybody to feel so supported, you know, in that female way. I want everybody to feel supported and everybody get to be creative. And so I just let everybody, you know, do what they need to and take your room and I'll check off on it. And she was like, whoa this is like nuts in my house, but she's like, you, you are brilliant. In fact, you are effing brilliant. And she said the F-bomb. And so she's like, no, 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 I want you to hear that. And so that's what used to go on in my business. And so I would go do the crappy work so that other people got to do the fun stuff. So a big shift in this mm. now, I'm not saying people do the crappy work and I get to do the fun stuff. You know, I'm willing to get down and get dirty and, and I enjoy that in my business, but I'm a lot more clear and providing a leadership role. So it makes me very effective in training, in teaching, because it is a gift to them to give them my knowledge and to break it down into procedures and be in charge. And so our jobs mm. go so smoothly and everybody has more fun everybody is more satisfied at the end of the day. And we are able to build in my business a culture where we value creativity, but we value vulnerability. And the expectation is that you are open to learning. So not only will I hear like, yeah, that was, I mean, that was my bad. I totally left a hole in that. Y'all are feeling bad, but ah, you showed a hole in our procedures. I model that but I'm also seeing them, they're fantastic. I'm so fortunate with the people I work with um, that they also will let us go and review their work and use it for teaching. And so it has, it has made what we do better and uh, more rewarding for everybody, not just me, but I get to show up in a way that I enjoy versus holding myself back because of these silly messages that weren't serving me and they weren't serving the people that I, that were working for me and ultimately um, made it so much harder to bring an excellent product to our clients. Hmm. I love it. I love it. Me too. Oh, great. Well, I'd like to, I'd like us to wrap up uh, a little bit with a question that I didn't tell you in advance. So you may not have an answer and that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. And if you don't, you can just say pass and, and we'll just wrap it up. But my question is this, 
at this point in our work together, what do you see as the next um, either issue to clear or dream slash goal to create? And it could be one or the other, or it could be both. Great question. Hmm. I think there's still a little bit of Let me give you. Of, oh, you uh, go for it. Jump in. Yeah, there's still a bit of untangling as I was, you know, taking time and reflecting on, oh, wow, that's intuition. I'm just, I'm still having these light bulb moments. Um, I still think I am making it harder than it needs to be. The uh, one thing I think I'd like to shift, and as I was thinking about this, and this, again, ties in kind of with my Christian culture, my Christian faith, um, mistakes versus sin. Right. So I think uh, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of shame around the ability to learn, make mistakes. So I watch it with my kids and you teach them something. And I had a couple, especially that were just all heart and they would be like, but, but I'm doing the best I can. And it's like, Oh, wasn't up for grabs. Right. I wasn't saying you weren't doing a good, you know, uh, that your heart wasn't right or you're, you know, I'm teaching you. I didn't expect you to know this yet because you're only 12 or you're 14. Mm. Like, I didn't expect this, but you don't know if I don't tell you. And so there's, um, if there is one thing that probably all my friends have reflected back to me is you are so hard on yourself. And I think there's been, mm. um, it's something that I still want to shift. There's more to release around this in order for there to be more joy and ease there, there needs to be more of a sense of adventure and eh, it's okay. You made a mistake and it's not, uh, the weightiness of sin. And I use that in kind of the old Christian sense versus what I think sin is, which is a, um, an expression of separateness, which is, I think, the ultimate illusion. Um, mm. So, so um, that great big cosmic hands coming out, it's like, no, 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 you're supposed, you weren't supposed to learn, you weren't supposed to know this. Yeah, that's the purpose of where you are now versus having to mm -hmm. be further along than you are. So um, personal goal is more present moment awareness, like really sitting in the present, experiencing it with its joys, letting inspiration come without the judgments of I should have known I like this is this is the journey versus having to arrive and then it will be easier. <laughs> Like, if I just get it all right, it will be easier. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So. I love it. Well, that is a, that's a great note to end on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out an idea for you for, and it could even be a, a podcast episode that I do, uh, but just to, uh, in terms of what you're working on next, what if it was a, a, a nice corny title like this? You're being too hard on yourself, a Christ follower's journey. Oh gosh, I'm there. I am absolutely there. Because well, Jesus, the, the verse that one of the we'll verses. We'll do a poll and see if it resonates. Yeah. One of the verses, a bruised reed he will not break. Right? So there's a kindness and gentleness. <laughs> I don't know how we, you know, I didn't get that part of the message, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's a place that, uh, 
I look forward to walking in that more experientially versus a head belief, right? But just uh, a place of being able to live from mm. the center. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Don, thank you so much for, for coming on today, for being uh, willing to be vulnerable in all the places where you have faith, don't have faith, where you've had breakthroughs, not had breakthroughs. Uh, I put you on the spot a few times. And overall, you know, you being on this episode today is an expression of, of the very work that you and I are so passionate about that yeah. women get to be seen, uh, they get to be heard specifically women in business. I mean, all women, I, I would love to see be, be more seen and more heard, but I have a particular passion for women in business. You. Um, you know, being on an episode is an act of faith and vulnerability and visibility um, and being willing to ask for what you want. So I just want to say thank you again for being a guest and uh, hopefully we can have you back. Thanks for having me. I've just enjoyed it. So yeah, thank you. Great. Okay. Wow. So I hope that that was as powerful for you as it was for Don and I. I got to debrief with her afterwards and uh, we both agreed it was just a really special episode and we're really, really honored uh, to share it with all of you. So thank you for tuning in. And I wanted to also let everyone know who's listening to this episode that I have a special project coming up and I'm sharing it now before it's all together before it's tied up in a nice little bow. I'm sharing while it's still messy because sometimes I find that those are the best projects and they're the most fun. Basically, the idea is it's called 100 Women and 100 Clients. And it was an idea that I had a while ago and the idea was upgraded by Spirit when I went for a walk one morning about two weeks ago. And I want to work with, or I'm, I'm working with, 100 women over 100 days with 100 free sessions to help them to sign one new client each. So that's 100 new clients in total. Now, all that money will help to support these small and medium-sized businesses run by women, which right now in the world, I think is a great thing. It doesn't solve everything, but it's a step in the right direction. And it's also going to be part of a summit. I'm going to be putting together a list and a group of collaborators and speakers. Some have already been confirmed to help all of these women to increase their spiritual connection, to improve their business skills, and most importantly, clear the beliefs that are in the way of them asking for what they truly want and knowing that they are worthy of receiving what they truly want. So stay tuned for more details on that. And if you've just been listening to this episode with Dawn and you're inspired to reach out the same way that she did for a free session, please look in the show notes and you'll see a link where you can sign up for your own free session to connect with me, experience this work personally, and see if it's a really good fit for you. I think you'll know if it's a fit for you, and if it's not a fit for you, then you'll know as well. And you can also find that at www.myspiritualclarity.com forward slash align with ease. And I will post the, note, the, uh, the link in the show notes. Have an amazing day, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye for now.